This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. We begin the show tonight with updates from the LAC, the line of actual control. Last evening, as we were about to start the show, we got reports of a skirmish there, a tussle between India and China, which unfolded on the 9th of December. By now, you know that this has happened. You know what has happened. The PLA tried transgressing the LAC and attempted to change the status quo. You know where this happened? The Tawang sector in Arunachal Pradesh? And you know what followed? India pushed back the Chinese troops, who then retreated from the area. So tonight on Gravitas, I want to focus on China's motives, its intentions behind this transgression. Also, the agenda behind its repeated provocations. Is this evidence of Xi Jinping's insecurity when he is facing an unprecedented challenge domestically? Is his game of constant confrontation with Taiwan and periodic confrontation with India, is this that game? And above all, has Xi Jinping started to overestimate himself after a new pact with India to supplement an old axis with Pakistan? In the next few minutes, we will try and answer these questions. To start with, this wasn't the first such clash. From Doklam to Galwan to Depsang to Pangong So, for the last two years now, China has repeatedly engaged in coercive military behavior. And no, these provocations have neither been accidental nor the result of a local commander's initiative. They all seem to be part of a pattern. A pattern to keep the tensions at the border alive. But the question is why? And the answers are several. To start with, these provocations stem from China's expansionist ambitions. You see, as a wannabe world power, China must first be dominant in its neighborhood. It must, must first make its neighbors acknowledge its primacy. Especially India, a country it perceives to be a threat with the potential of being an equal, if not surpassing it as a regional power. And this is mainly because of India's sheer size, also its diplomatic and demographic advantage. You see, unlike China, India has few enemies on the world stage. It is perceived as a trustworthy ally by both the West and the East alike. Secondly, India is on track to surpass China as the next go-to destination for investments, with a talent pool waiting to be tapped into. Simply put, China cannot stand the notion of India having supremacy in South Asia. So then what does it do? It uses an unsettled LAC to keep India's rise in check. This is an adjunct to an older policy of aiding Pakistan to keep India distracted as a perpetual nuisance. And that said, unlike Taiwan, where China wants to be a constant threat, Beijing wants to be a periodic threat to India, meaning it periodically heats up the situation at the border with the underlying aim of keeping India off balance. It wants to keep tensions at the border alive without letting them spill over into a full-fledged conflict. 
And this begs the question, has Xi Jinping over-calculated himself? Has he overestimated China's supremacy and underestimated India's potential to respond? And if he has, we don't blame him for this. You see, for a long time, India's strategic mindset had been overwhelmingly defensive, especially as far as China was concerned. There was a time when China's superior size, its financial muscle and its military might would weigh heavily on the minds of India's strategic community. And as a result, the political leadership of India was advised to exercise restraint and engage in defensive posturing. The argument was that the cost of being aggressive would be too heavy to bear and might cripple the country. But that is not the case anymore. India no longer blinks when it comes to China. It no longer succumbs to Chinese threats and it definitely no longer circumspects its dealings with Beijing. It knows it can leverage a few advantages to deliver a lesson or two to the Chinese regime. My point here is simple. India has changed its concept of operating against China from defensive to offensive. Case in point, the repositioning of strike core forces from the west to the east. Also, the rapid infrastructure development along its border with China. They are all aimed at sending the message that India would respond if provoked. And this pretty much explains the growing frequency of Chinese transgressions, especially now when Xi Jinping is on a weak footing both at home and abroad. Globally, he is facing criticism for his handling of the COVID-19 pandemic, and not to mention the PLA's repeated incursions in South China Sea. Domestically, he is facing criticism over his zero COVID policy. There are protests raging across the country. They present a serious challenge to his grip on power. So given such developments, it's only fair to ask, is Xi Jinping acting out of insecurity? Is he using these provocations as a distraction, as a means to project himself as a strong leader? It certainly seems so, because if we go by conventional wisdom, states are more likely to engage in conflict during moments of vulnerability when they are witnessing episodes of domestic unrest or questions on the legitimacy of their control. And isn't this exactly what China is going through? The zero COVID protests have dented Xi Jinping's image of a strong man. The sight of the protesters breaking through the barricades, showing him in a weak spot to say the least. So what does he do? He provokes India to refurbish his image and give the state media a chance to sing praises of him and project India as the weaker nation. But the only difference this time is that nobody is buying their bluff.